Welcome back to Maji Dayo, the podcast where we talk about Majiska Gakuen, uh, the show produced by AKB48. I am your host, Raiden, and this is my co-host, Elliot. Hello. And we're here to talk about episode five. I don't remember the title for this one. Do you remember the title for this one? (laughs) Let me get it. We should be more prepared for this, but we never are. <laughs> we, sh- we never are. We always forget about the title. And I was just like, oh, wait, we said we would tell the title. And we're already off to an amazing start in this podcast. As you can tell, this is totally a professional podcast. We know oh, what yeah. we're doing. Super professional. As like, I <laughs> cough into the microphone. Oh, God. <laughs> or sit too far away from it, because I do that, too. Okay, hold on. I think I'm almost there. To where it says it. This is, like the oh, video I have up only says season one, episode five. It doesn't tell me the name. Yeah, mine too. It's okay. I'm like, and I'm like, cool. Thanks. Video. You want to know what this is literally called? What? Chokoku and Nezumi. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Oh my god. I, I count this. this one as like the one with the most boring title. I count this one as the one that's like the worst. One of the worst overall, but oh yeah, yeah, I can. It's, it's I can not get a good that. episode. I will just say that right now. <laughs> uh, so before we really delve into the show, this episode, any idle news, L? I mean, other than like reminding people about the ninth, uh, the ninth generation concert that's on the twenty ninth. Oh, shit, that's right. Uh, I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the one that loves ni- ninth gen. I know. God. <laughs> Are you a true fan? Hmm. Uh, clearly not. <laughs> um, uh, I've been disowned, <laughs> rejected, outs. <laughs> um, that's that's really yes. the only one I have. Um, well, I have one. Oh. Um, what's up? So a couple of days ago, uh, prior to the the date of this recording, uh, Sashihara Reno, who plays Woda in this series, uh, Sashi, she won an award for, um, oh, by yeah. Vogue, Vogue Japan. Yeah, yeah. She won Woman of the Year of 2019. That's crazy. And I was like, damn, crazy. Sashi, get it. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, she um, used to just be, wasn't she like a waitress at the AKB cafe? Yeah, she was. She was a waitress. Wow. In, in their cafe. It's wow. crazy. The glow up. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of her. I'm happy for her. Um, Yeah, but that's, that's all like, I have. That's like my boy. For right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's all I got for now. So I would just say, again, I'm not a fan of this ep. God, I'm not either. I didn't realize it until I was watching it again. Like, this episode's a mess. It's not good. No. Um, It's really not good. While we're we're going through the whole thing, but it's not good. Let's let's start with the opening, which isn't that bad, actually, because we get an opening of uh, Dharma talking to Maida 
saying that she bought a, a used motorbike. And we see, like, shots of her, like, trying to be all cool with it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so good. Like, she's posing with it. She has her, like, it's, helmet it's on. Really and she- <laughs> it's really cute. It's actually really cute. It's adorable. I'm just, I'm like, where did you get the money? <laughs> yeah, me too. I What's- was just, like, wondering about that. I was like, uh, like how did you afford this? <laughs> um, yeah, because it's like, do you have, like, a secret, like, part-time job or something because it's not unknown that yankees don't that yankees have jobs i mean i don't know if Maida's mm. paid but Maida does work at the hospital um, she does if anything she at least interns there yeah so my like Maida does that um we'll see this more later but this isn't really a spoiler but black works at a supermarket mm-hmm. part-time yeah she works so, as a like, cashier yeah yeah so it's not like Yankees don't get jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's just we never see if Daruma has a job. We don't see if maybe, like, how uh, Team Horomon just kind of stole money <laughs> from Maida. <yeah. laughs> so it's like, where do you get, where did you get this money? And with, <laughs> right. do you have an allowance from home? I doubt it. I could see it. <laughs> I could see it. Um, because... Well, I'll, I'll kind of spoil this right now. She mentions later that her uh, siblings end up going into the medical field, oh, if yeah. I recall. I totally so, forgot about that. You know, that. they're kind of well. I would say that they're not that, you know, they're not poor or anything. I, I would assume that they're kind of well off. Mm. So that would maybe explain she when does get went. an allowance. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's possible. Or she just stole it, or I, I have no idea. But it seems like she really paid this thing off because she's like, she tells Maida, I need a sticker to park it, so I have to go get one and I can't walk home with you today. That, yeah, that's another thing, though. It's like, why would you... I understand getting a motorbike because, you know, you do need to get around faster. But also, why would you take it to a Yankee school where she's going to get thrashed? Right. It's going to get stolen. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, but I'm assuming that, you know, the Yankee schools all have, like, places where you can park your shit. I mean, the teacher has like, to park know? somewhere, right? The teacher and the yeah. principal. They have to have their own parking. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, I'm assuming there are other teachers in this school. Like, my theory is there are. We just don't see them because they don't have the budget to afford other actors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see that. At least in okay, this season. So, <laughs> we well, don't know yes. about other seasons. We don't know about other seasons, but I assume that that is also true in other seasons as well. Uh, we just don't see them because they just don't have a budget mm-hmm. to go and hire like other actors outside of, you know, the group. Or if they do, they only hire like one adult. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> um, but so, you know, my um, Daruma bids Maida like, goodbye and it's like yeah i'll see you later thank you for your hard work i need to go get that sticker mm-hmm. and like dharma's walking and she bumps into somebody or rather someone bumps into her as she's walking yeah and uh this is where we get our first title card uh, pretty early like literally just like i think like two three minutes in um mm-hmm. not even not even it's not even a full minute in <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Uh, but like yeah, Daughter Mother, when she in. gets bumped by this person, she's like, hey, if you bump into someone, at least say something. And this person turns mm-hmm. around and just starts reciting poetry to her as a response. Yeah. It's <laughs> really strange. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> 
But uh, we get our first title card, and it reads Majiska Girls School Senior Chokuku, Chokoku. Oh my god, Chokoku. And the note reads uh, Chokoku means sculpture in Japanese. And the actress that plays Chokoku is Akimoto Sayaka, and she looks so good. She looks so good in this show. Oh, and I'm sad that she got a shitty episode. Um, but she's named Chokoku because Akimoto Sayaka uh, was has the face of a goddess. She has, yeah, she has a sculpture like <laughs> physique. She is literally a goddess. Like her body is just wow. I'm just like, <laughs> dang, girl, get it. But yeah, so we meet Chokoku and she just recites poetry at Dharma. Dharma's just like staring at her like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And this school must be an experience for Dharma, who's probably just used to like normal Yankee schools um, up until this point. Mm -hmm. Because she's just like, she met, you know, the Sancho sisters who were really weird. Uh, Gakuran, that's really weird. Chokuku, who's odd as fuck, you know, with all her poetry. Oh, I mean, like, God, it's just, yeah. it must be an experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so just Chokuku oh, walks away. Was... We get this wonderful shot of, like, Sayaka going up the stairs. Chokuku <laughs> going up the stairs. And she's, like, hello, serious. Haha. <laughs> um, <laughs> as she walks in, just Dharma just kind of stares at her in, like, confusion. <laughs> she just walks away. Bewilderment, like what? What? Yeah. <laughs> like who does that? Um, it's such a weird cold open, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, because we cut to the, the theme song like right after Chokoku walks away. Yeah, it's very com- it's kind of like startling, really, that yeah. they put the theme song there. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand it's like well we have to put the theme song at some point in the beginning of the episode but like I felt like they yeah. could have done it at a better spot mm-hmm. but it, I don't know to me it just feels like it was like well where could we put this we're putting a cut here anyways let's put the theme song yeah it's still I don't know it was really a really weird cold open to me and uh, but when we cut back we cut back to the grill again it's just their favorite transition into the episode. I, I'm telling you, it's their favorite one. I, I just don't, don't Maybe understand. we should have had a counter for how many times they had this transition. Right? We should counter. have, but I, I, I don't think I ever realized like how much they actually like cut to the grill so much. Yeah, I, I definitely season. didn't either. Also, uh, I'd like to point out that... Um, <laughs> The some of the, the like the sauce or that they're using for their meat is just kept in a beaker. <laughs> I never noticed that for real. It's like a beaker <laughs> and then one of them's like a oh, flask. It is. And I'm oh just my like God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Those I things mean, are expensive. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they're used for their actual purpose in this school. God, you're right. Yeah, I'm just surprised they're not like broken because they're glass, you know. So I figured. I mean, they might have just stolen the ones that actually weren't, but who knows? Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, but yeah, so Dharma's asking hormone. This is like becoming a trend here, mm-hmm. uh, where she's like every every strange person she meets at this school. Yeah. She's like hormone. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, they're it's a good group to talk to since like they seem to know like everyone. Yeah. So. That's true enough. 
Uh, but she, Dharma's like, yeah, she had the face of a Greek temple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of a Greek um, sculpture. But she's, <laughs> yeah, but she's getting it wrong because, you know, like, it, it pans to, like, Greek temple and then it's like, no, you're saying it right. You're saying sculpture face uh, or something like that. I don't know. I can't really understand it because it's very much a, like, play on words kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That and it's like, because I don't know Japanese. Episode. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make too much sense to me. Um, but she's like, yeah, she was like mumbling haiku at me. And <laughs> Unagi's like, that wasn't haiku, you like. You fucking uncultured walnut. swine. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you uncultured swine, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Unagi's like, it's a hundred poems by a hundred people. But the way it's said in Japanese can be heard wrong as we see with Dharma mm-hmm. who freaks out and she's like a hundred people because she hears like that she beat a hundred people and right presumably she thinks it's all at once but yeah they're like <laughs> and, like team Horuman when Dharma stands up and is like a hundred people they're all like oh shit what <laughs> all of them like jump back because they're so surprised yeah, by her they're reaction like, that's the wrong reaction to have yeah that's not <laughs> I don't know it's so funny I'm like Dharma's comprehension levels are not good <laughs> <laughs> no they're not which is actually kind of funny because um, I think it's Bungie she some- says something like your grades must be way off and I'm like you're Yankees yeah. <laughs> who cares about grades I mean, they still need to graduate. <laughs> I mean, they, they still graduate have homework. by attending class. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, they still have homework. Like, they still have homework. Do you think they do it, though? <laughs> I don't know. Except Maida. Maida doesn't count. I mean, they could. <laughs> this, this statement implies that they do do their homework and they do have like tests and stuff that's so that makes me such feel a like... hilarious thought though <laughs> i know it is it is but it it just means that they do <sighs> we just never see it i, I imagine it's off screen <laughs> anyway so uh, we we come yeah. back to hormone talking about how chokoku is rumored to be fighting not only like outsiders of the school but also Rapapa themselves. And they're all just like, yeah, this is a thing. Yeah. Um, and they <laughs> kind of go into like a little bit about how uh, she lost, Chokoku lost to Yuko and then supposedly went to a temple somewhere to train. <laughs> and uh, I'm just like, what? <laughs> Uh, and because oh, she <laughs> this episode is just wild um yeah but because... so many wild implications oh yeah um but because uh, she also lost to yuko that's the reason why i almost called her sayaka chokoku um is trying to beat a hundred people not all yes. at once but just overall mm-hmm. um and that's why she has the a hundred poems by a hundred poets, which is also funny because they say she's the only member of the one hundred poems by one hundred poets club. club. She made a club. I wonder if it was oh like maybe God. she just needed an extra curricu- <laughs> group, uh, like 
just extra credits. And, uh, and so she was like, well, if I make oh, a club, Jesus. it counts. <laughs> and like, uh, I guess, I don't know. This is kind of, I guess, a slight spoiler, but it's not that important. But we also know that later, Black also likes poetry. We've talked about it already. Um, and I'm just like, oh, yes. I know Chokoku is, like, fighting Rapapa, but I want them to, like, talk to each other about poetry and then just judge each other on their tastes. Because I imagine oh they're God. completely different. No, can you imagine them both talking poetry at each other? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Spare me. <laughs> And God. so as they're, you know, explaining everything about Chokuku, we actually cut to, like, a scene of her uh, beating up um, the Kabuki sisters. And when she beats them up, she leaves kind of like a calling card of poetry on them. Mm-hmm. And she recites uh, it to them, too. That's the thing. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and Dharma's like, oh, it's just another Majiska urban legend, huh? <laughs> and, like, she turns away as she's contemplating this, but... Team Hormone, all of them take out a card. Yeah, and they're holding it up, and, like, Daruma isn't turning around, so Mukuchi, like, pats her shoulder, like, hey, turn around. But Daruma doesn't, and this is probably yeah. my favorite scene in the whole episode, because Daruma, mm-hmm. tur- like, doesn't turn around, but she reaches to her back right to hit Unagi in the shoulder, and then they yeah. just pass it around the circle until it gets back to Mukuchi, who then just like slap, like slaps Dharma on the shoulder really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, what? What is it? And then they like, she's like, oh, she sees all the cards that they have, all the poetry cards. And uh, yeah, Team Hormone's like, yeah, she's probably stronger than Maida. And Dharma's just like. Has this, like, shocked face of, like, that's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they they also kind of explain, I think at this point, now they're like, yeah, that's why she's trying to be a hundred people. Yeah, Dharma, it just clicks for her. Kind of. (laughs) But she still gets it wrong, because they're like, no, it's a hundred poems by, like, a hundred poems by a hundred poets. Yeah, um, it's... And she doesn't seem to get the joke. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, so we cut to Chokoku standing in, like, front of the stairs that lead up to Rapapa, and she's having, like, flashbacks to the moment that she lost. Yeah, like, she um, looks down, and then she sees herself on the floor. Yeah. Beaten. It's a really interesting flashback. Yeah, I I actually... That's the, one of the few things I like about this episode, was this, like, transition in particular... Because if mm-hmm. you're not paying attention, you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck happened? Yeah, exactly. It's a, very, it's a very nice touch. But she stands up and the, cam- the camera pans with her as she's standing up mm-hmm. to show Rapapa standing at the top of the stairs all looking down at her. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to note is that Gekikara is not actually, not, actually not there. She's not, yeah. So I'm like, okay, does this prove that there is, like, a time between when Gekikara gets arrested and Yuko goes into the hospital? Or is it just an oversight? I feel like it's the first one more than the second I one. feel like it's just an oversight and because <laughs> Gekikara's, like, actress didn't appear till later, they just forgot to include her in the scene. <laughs> 
I mean, and it's I'm also like, possible oh, that uh, Reyna uh, was also just busy doing other things, mm-hmm. like doing yeah. SKE things at the time. So that might be why it is an oversight yeah. and Geki's just not there. But... Yeah, but um, Shibuya actually says, like, you couldn't beat us in, like, a hundred years or something like that. Oh, yeah, you it's you couldn't beat Yuko in a hundred years. And Funny. you see Yuko actually starting to, like, clap in, like, a mock God, like, a it's manner. so fucking funny. Because <laughs> they're all already, yeah. like, mocking her. And she just comes out. She doesn't say anything. She just smiles at her, claps, and then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's, um, that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And then we actually just, like, the flashback just transitions back really seamlessly. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, to it's very nice. Chococo in the present, which was really nice, um, I thought. Yeah, she's saying, like, oh, like, I'm gonna, y- Yuko's, like, gonna be the hundredth person that I beat. Um, but uh, she's, like, kind of monologuing to herself. <laughs> uh, we actually hear another voice speak up. And be like, oh yeah, like, I thought you'd be here. Yeah, and then Chokoku goes to, like, check the voice as it's saying things like, it seems you've reached about 100, and then we see that it's the um, hooded character from before, Mm -hmm. and Chokoku's like, who are you? And she's just like, oh, I'm just your ally, it's no big deal. And then we get our second title card of the episode, which um, Mm -hmm. says uh, Majusuka... Gakuin freshman and her name is Nezumi, which means mouse yeah. in Japanese. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure <laughs> how much this has to do with her actress, which is Wat- uh, Watanabe Mayu, because I never really paid too much attention to Mayu in my entire binge of AK Bingo. <laughs> Well, I think it doesn't have to do with her actress. I think it has to do with the character that she's playing. Okay, that's right? what I was. Like, I was thinking she's sneaky. She was the other. She's like scheming. she was the one of the two that were more based off of the character. Yes, than the person. Um. Yeah. So she's you know saying oh like we- I heard all the rumors that like you know or like people are talking. Mm-hmm. About how you only have like six people left to beat to reach your number, and she's like, and Chokoko's like, no, it's actually seven, uh, which I think well. Nezumi knew the number, mm-hmm. but to like kind of get to the point where she wants to like in- instigate uh, Chokoku to actually start fighting uh, Maida because that's kind of her plan here. She's like, oh well, if yeah. you you know if you beat if all the like heavenly queens. And Yuko, it would only be 99 people, not 100 people. And so she's like, why not make your final one a blast? And it's kind of like basically like setting Chokoku up uh, to fight Maida because she's like, I know a good person that you can fight. And mentions that she's like a transfer student. And so we know mm-hmm. <laughs> who she's referring to. Yeah. And she's even like, uh, she's the person that Rapapa fears the most right now. Yes, she she does mention that. Uh, and that obviously catches Chokoku's attention. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't... Chokoku doesn't respond because we cut to the Akatsuki General Hospital. And we see um, Maida coming in, dressed in her apron. And she's watching Yuko and her old man friends, like, do arm wrestling with <laughs> each other. 
God. And, like, one of them, like, cheats by uh, grabbing the other one's crotch. Oh, God. <laughs> it's awful. I hate yeah. this part because they specifically, like, talk about their dicks. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. It's just, oh, my God. I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't know. They saw, And then, so, like, the... Because one of them cheated, uh, they almost start fighting, and Maida, like, turns around and separates them with her inhuman strength. <laughs> yeah. She walks, like, it's no big deal for her. She just grabs their arms and just yanks them apart. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, this is a hospital. And then just, like, puts her arms down and just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Yuko is watching her um, the entire time. Yeah. Uh, she, like, she's like, oh, who is this kid? Not, like, going to ask her, but in, like, she's looking at her, like, A, she's confused, but also B, she's intrigued. Because she's like, Mm -hmm. how, wait, who is this kid? Why are you this strong? And then as she's watching her leave, uh, we, we get, like, her, Yuko's point of view of watching Maida leave to go do laundry, presumably, um, yeah. And the camera gets a little fuzzy and it starts shaking. And then we go back to Yuko, who kind of collapses onto the table just a little bit. And we get this really obnoxious sound, <laughs> too. Um, yeah. I don't know how I could describe it, really. I I describe it as, like, the, like, novella sickness oh that she God. got. Because <laughs> it's exactly, like, the kind of, like, it's like... Those illnesses that, like, characters get, but they never describe what it is. Oh, of course. So, that's what it feels like to me. It's like, (laughs) oh, like, they're fainting, their vision gets blurry, like, all that stuff. I Uh, would also like to note is that none of her, like, none of her friends even notice that she even, like, slightly collapsed. And I'm just like, there's, like, seven of you grown-ass men. You're telling me you're all... too busy in that fight to notice your own friends like collapsing it wouldn't surprise me to be honest um that's fair (laughs) but yeah so we cut back to Maida coming back with the laundry and Sato is actually coming into the hospital and they just miss each other basically Mm -hmm. uh and Sato comes into the room where Yuko is sitting and Yuko is kind of muttering to herself like what the hell is wrong with me right and Sato's like, are you okay? And in Yuko's point of view, we see, like, a blurry vision of Sato mm-hmm. uh, to showcase that she's, quote-unquote, sick. <laughs> um, and Yuko kind of plays it off. It's like, oh, it's just my period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just heavy um, this time. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, well, Yuko asks, she's like, hey, how school? And, and so Sato's like, well, the student transfer student's causing trouble. And Yuko, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, is like, really? Well, our school's been too peaceful lately, even though, like, they've have been having <laughs> issues with, like, Yabukune and probably other schools, yeah. too. And she's like, ah, it's mm-hmm. just been too peaceful. And Sato straight up's just like, no, it hasn't. Yuko's <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sato mentions the Sancho sisters, uh, and Yuko kind of gets the gist of oh they've been defeated mm-hmm. and we get like a small flashback of Maida kicking meow in the head and Yuko is like her expression turns really serious and she's just like 
don't let the queens do anything. To which Sato's just like, well, I don't really have the power to tell them not to. And Yuko straight up just tells her, like, they're not strong enough to kick her ass. (laughs) (laughs) My thing is, though, it's like, how, from just the little information she knows, how does she know that? Because it's like, yeah, I'm sure at this point she's already aware that the transfer student is Maida. And that yeah, the I person in the so. hospital already, she already knows that that is Maida. So all she knows is that she's beaten these people. One of mm-hmm. them is a group of freshmen. Yeah. So I don't know how, like, credible that would be. And then, um, I mean, sure, she saw these grown, uh, she watched her, you know, separate these grown-ass men. But also, it's like, mm-hmm. you could probably do that without having, like, superhuman strength. It right. just might not have been as easy. So I'm really confused as to how she would know this other than plot. <laughs> yeah, because really, I mean, she might as only hasn't even like gone toe to toe with any of the queens or anyone mm-hmm. even like older than her yet. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. She's only gotten toe to toe with um, people like in her class group or below. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's really no indicator to Yuko as to why the queens wouldn't be able to beat her. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, Um, I don't. Um, I think one idea I had was just maybe she just senses it because we do see weird things like that (laughs) in this show. Um, Yeah. And maybe she's just because, you know, they are friends. This is one of, mm-hmm. like, maybe two, th- three Rapapas we see where they actually are friends. And so maybe she does mm-hmm. senses it and is just like, I don't I don't want my friends getting hurt. We're about to graduate. I mean, I don't know if she'd be concerned about them getting hurt because it's like, it's like their Yankees are going to get hurt, you know? That's just... Well, I mean, if she's saying in this case of, like, none of them can beat her, you know, maybe it's more of a... I don't want you fighting her in particular because I don't know how badly she'll fuck you up. Well, I guess. I think it has to do more with the fact that they are going to graduate soon. And mm-hmm. it's like, to just have a sudden shift in power would be really not good. Oh, yeah. That um, makes sense. I think it's more has to do with that than the fact of her friends getting hurt. Because I don't really think it, like, Ken and Yuko really would, not that she wouldn't care about them, but that that's just getting hurt is just being part of being a Yankee. hmm You know? I think it more has to do with, like, the status of the school and the status of Rapapa right before they graduate. And because, like, a, sh- a shift in, like, power balance wouldn't do oh, them yeah. good. And, mm-hmm. you know, particularly if they're going against Yabakune mm-hmm. uh, in this moment. Uh, but we cut to Nezumi standing in a classroom. <laughs> uh, or rather, she's standing on top of a desk. And she's doing this weird, like, stomping thing. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense to me, but she is. This is very... We, we see over time that this is very normal for her character. Uh, But yeah, the stomping thing. She does weird things like that where she just stands on shit. <laughs> That's very typical for uh, Nezumi's character. Yeah, she doesn't say anything in this scene. No. She just kind of, like, the scene just fades. 
And I'm just like, okay, what was the purpose of this? I don't know. Probably filling time, uh, but they could have used that time for better things. Yeah. Especially in this I, I episode. I wasn't quite sure why they needed this scene for. Uh, and of course, as well as the other, other scenes as well that are coming up, because we transition to, like, the nurse is talking to this girl. Something about, like... He asked for a pure girl. It's the worst. And it's just like, uh, God, I hate it already. God, yeah. And he points to the girl and he's like, you're nothing like that. And it's like, oh my God, I hate this. Oh, goodness. Um, Yeah, but she, the girl turns around and and we see her like uniform and we know that she's from Yabakune. Uh, But she says, yeah, it's not me. I'm not the girl. I'm just playing the middleman for her. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but apparently, like, she's like, oh, yeah, give me the money and I'll bring the supposed pure girl to you. And basically, she's just scamming the nurse. Yes, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, this girl's name is Chiharu. She actually gets a title card. Kind of surprised by that. Yeah, me too. She seems, like, super minor, but she does get a, a name card. Uh, and she scammed the poor nurse. Well, not poor, but this gross nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it, like... It's 5,000 yen, yen, which I've done the math already because, of course, I did. Where is it? Uh, So 5,000 yen is about uh, in 2019, I should say. So the amount of money might have been different back in 2010. So, but now 5,000 yen is about $46, according to Google. $46? Really? That little? Yeah. She asked for that little? Yes. Like, basically just asking for 50 bucks. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I'm just like, if you're going to scam him, scam him out of more. Go big or go home, honey. Right? It's just like, what? $50? Yeah, let me... That's sad. Anyway, yeah, so she scams him, takes his money. He gets all excited. He's like, I can't wait to meet this girl. And, like, the girl, the Chihado's like, yeah, who would ever want to fucking do that? And walks away with his money. (laughs) Yeah. And we, the camera uh, stops following her and actually we follow someone who's riding a, a moped and it turns out to be Dharma. She apparently has to take, has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but it's just like, oh my god, because she just leaves her bike there and runs yeah. into the bathroom. It's still on. The keys are still in the ini- ignition. Oh god. And it's Oh, like, I want to note though, she has a little Dharma uh keychain on her like keys. It's really oh, cute. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it's adorable. Aww. Uh but yeah, she leaves she leaves the key in the ignition like and she bumps into another Yabakune girl as she's trying to rush to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I think she also gets and the a girl. <laughs> I don't know if it's she now. She does. Yeah. She does. She gets one, and it says Yabakune Girls High School Senior Sanae, uh, which is so it strikes me a little weird as that these girls get title cards, but mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but yeah, she basically just steals Dharma's bike. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and we cut to Dharma being like, "Yeah, today I'll start going to school. My bike is what I thought, and then it was stolen when I went to the bathroom." She says in like a really sad tone. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, that's what you get for putting the keys in the ignition. And Maida, like, we see Maida here actually, like, kind of caring. Because she's, like, 
did yeah. you submit a bike theft report? And Dunham is like, no, I can't do that. I don't, I don't want to go through like questioning on like why I'm not hurt or anything. They're just going to call me dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well, Mida's just like, well, bike theft is a bike theft, you know? Yeah. So you should probably do it. And I'm like, oh, she actually cares. <laughs> yeah. And so as they're walking to the school gates, uh, someone blows a whistle at them. Oh my god. And, oh god. Okay, so someone blows a whistle at them, and they're like, you should hurry up because the school gates are going to close. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Yankee school. What do you think this is? <laughs> god. I can't. And, like, the camera turns to... This girl who's holding both the stopwatch and the whistle. And she yeah. her uniform looks much more similar to what you would see in, like, in mm-hmm. a normal uh, girl's, like, a normal school. Where it's, like, the, yeah. the tie is, like, tied up into a bow. And she doesn't have anything extra going on, really, other than her whistle. <laughs> and other the than stop- her whistle, yeah. And the stopwatch. But, um... But we also get a title card for her, which I also feel like shouldn't have happened, but okay. Uh, it says, yeah. Majusuka Girls' School Sophomore Student President uh, Minageshi Minami. And they're like, student president? Like, Maida actually is like, what do you mean student president? <laughs> Those exist here? <laughs> <laughs> And she, yeah, like, they're all kind of like, this is a thing that exists? Like, yeah, so student president Minigishi Minami is just like, yeah, uh, I'm here to whip up all these slackers into shape or something. (laughs) And she's like, you guys only have, like, three seconds left to get to the gates or whatever. And they just start walking in. And Dharma just, like, does that thing where she gets all up in their personal space to look at their face. God. And then just walks away and she just watches and, you know, Minami just watches them wash, walk away and just like, I don't, it's just a weird scene. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like it because it's like, I don't, I mean, I get, haha, that's funny because it's like, look, there's a character trying to like put rules into a Yankee school and try to yeah. you know, make them more punctual, but I'm like, it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was, like, a group- there was, like, two other girls behind them. Exactly. And it's <laughs> You're like, just gonna close the gate on them? <laughs> and the thing is, if you just close the gate on them, or, like, you're going- or, like, you're trying to stop someone from coming in, they'll just push you to the side. They don't give a shit. If they really want to- Or they'll wanted... jump the fence. Exactly! <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, so it's just- it's a weird scene, a weird way to introduce her, uh, this character. Yeah. I feel like the next time she shows up would have been a better spot to introduce her. Well, I feel like they should have introduced her, like, I don't know, in the classroom because she's student president, you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, something like that. Or like over the intercom, because I think that's the thing student presidents do is that they'll do like announcements. Um, Yeah, that too. I feel like that would have been also a better way, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. They just, you know... There's no thought put into this show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we cut to them coming into the like the school. And there's like these crowds of girls like looking at something. And they all like disperse when 
Maida and Dharma come in and like we see all these posters or these pieces of paper up with the words transfer student Maida Atsuko is a murderer written on them. Yeah, it's like posted all the way up the staircase. If you if you look at yeah. it when it does like the wide shot of it, it starts at the yeah, bottom and actually like goes onto the windows where the staircase turns and it's like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. Jesus. Okay. What's interesting is like we get this kind of mute like the music changes, of course, to match the tone. Yeah. And the best way I can describe it is like it kind of sounds like there's whispering happening in your ears. It's very creepy, very unsettling, yeah, I think and I think it's perfect. Partly because, well, yeah, partly because these flashbacks that we get of Maida. Yeah. Or rather, I'd like to say she actually gets PTSD. I, I think that she actually going through an episode because mm-hmm. she just literally blanks. Like, her face just goes blank. Like, she does not react. And she's just kind of caught up in the moment of her memories. Mm-hmm. Because we see flashes of her, like, running and fighting and blood everywhere. We don't get, like, details. We just get quick cuts. But um, she's clearly just not in the moment. Mm-hmm. And Dharma is talking to her, but, like, it sounds echoey. Yeah, you know? it's, like, a very, like, it's a very nice touch because it's, like, yeah. it shows to us, really, even if maybe if they didn't show, like, if they didn't actually show the flashbacks, it's a good way to show mm-hmm. to us, the viewer, that she's not completely there in the present. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's something exactly. causing her to not be there. And it's... Yeah. One of the... It, it's actually, I think it's actually really good. It's a very nice touch. And it's like, wow, you put thought into this. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. But just in this scene, <laughs> um, I just, I, I think my complaint with this episode is that there's so much happening all at once. Yeah, and that's a good way to put it. So much is happening and we can't really concentrate on one thing alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think we'll see later on, a little later in this episode, what I mean by that. And I'll talk about it more. Um, but for now, we, we cut after, like, Dharma tries to, you know, kind of be like, oh, this is just a bad prank, like, don't worry about it, Atsune, and, like, Atsuko just doesn't respond, she just walks away. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to <laughs> the Yabakune girl that stole Dharma's bike trying to sell it to the Yabakune girl that cheated the nurse. <laughs> yeah and she's trying to sell it um because she asks for about thirty thousand yen and by doing the math by math i mean i just put it into google (laughs) is it like 300 it's 276 dollars okay so like about 300 yeah it's it's about 300 dollars so yeah that's way more (laughs) than chiharu was asking the nurse yeah. for I'm just like Jesus for real but she apparently has like enough money because the girl Sanai is like oh I guess you're doing something you know to get all that cash because apparently she has enough money to buy this bike yeah so yeah so like the girl's like hey I'll even throw in this helmet that she definitely also stole from Dharma <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so that we see that scene and then it just cuts back to Dharma trying to take off all it's- the Kind of uh, like a whiplash off. a little bit because it's like yeah, it's we have the scene, really very odd. serious scene 
be, um, with them discovering all of these posters. And then mm-hmm. we suddenly are in this position where we see what's happening with Dodonma's bike. Um, and then we're immediately put back into the spot, like, right where we left off with Dodonma yeah. ripping the, the signs down. And it's like, why? I, I mean, I guess I understand why they would want to be like, yeah, this is how this one character ends up with it. This is what happens to Daudrima's bike. But I feel like they could have done mm-hmm. it at, like, a different point in the episode. Yeah, I I mean, I understand why that scene is there. Because we see, what like, what Sanai uses the money for. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of, I don't know, like, it's a weird juxtaposition between all these other scenes. And this is what I mean when I say there's too much happening in this episode. Yeah. Is that it's like, they could have either focused on, you know, this, this plot of Maida being called a murder, or they could have focused on the Chokoku thing, or they could have focused on Dharma's bike being stolen. Like, but it's all like smashed into one episode Mm -hmm. and it makes it just like really, I don't know, not very good kind of flow into this ep. Because we're just cutting into these weird portions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, I, I just don't like it very much. Because we don't seem to concentrate on one thing long enough uh, for it to just kind of flow well enough into this ep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Dharma's trying to take these down. And we actually see that the student president uh, helps take them down. And it's like, yeah, this isn't a good thing. Um, it's really childish or something like that. I can't remember exactly what she said. But... You know, she mentions, like, Maida stands out, like, no matter what. And that she can't avoid being, like, targeted by people. Dharma's like, you know, this is pretty low. Like, things like this are no big deal. And sh- and are no big deal for Maida. Mm-hmm. Kind of going into, like, manager mode again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they, they start trying to take the rest of them down. We The camera pans to Nezumi, who's listening to the conversation. And it's like, yeah, fighting isn't about strength. And she takes a, one of the one of the posters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have to use your head when you fight. And I'm like, And then girl. Like, walks away I'm with like, it. I'm like, girl, they're Yankees. They're dumb. <laughs> they're not going to use yeah. their brains when they fight. But it, I guess that's what makes Nezumi kind of interesting is that she's yeah more... She's definitely a different kind of Yankee. Mm-hmm. Very different from people that we've seen, at least so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that kind of makes her for an interesting and a kind of mysterious character. But we cut to Maida. I guess she's she's leaving the school, so she's changing her shoes. Yeah, I think she's leaving for the day. And then we get Chokoku actually walking up mm-hmm. and is like, Are you Maida? I heard you were strong. And uh, Maida's like not even really there. Mm -hmm. Um, But Chokoku is really just trying to get Maida to, like, react to her at all by saying things like, oh, I've heard even the four heavenly queens are scared of you and that kind of thing. And Maida just looks down a little bit and then she's just like, that's just a made-up rumor. And then she goes back to putting her shoes on and Chokoku's like, ugh, Mm -hmm. come on. (laughs) I mean, like, Chokoku needs to get in line because everybody wants to get a reaction out of Maida. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's she actually attempts to like I guess see if she flinches. Yes. Because like Chokoku like goes for a a punch 
and she stops like right before like she hits Midas' face, and there's like kind of this little wind effect <laughs> yeah. that happens. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. She tells Midas like, oh, you are strong, and it's like I have the perfect like poetry card for you or something <laughs> like that. And Midas just like, yeah, I gotta go. Bye. And pieces <laughs> out of there. And we see like Nezumi again doing what she does best and being all like sneaky and like listening to people's conversations. Mm-hmm. But she's like, yeah, that's not going to work with Maida. You have to you have to basically do her trigger word yep. to get her to fight. Chokoku is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, Nezum, it just the scene ends there with Chokoku turning back to to see what Nezumi is holding and Nezumi kind of smiling that evil scheming smile. So we're cutting a lot here because it's just like there's so much happening. Yeah. But none that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's like, like I said earlier, it's kind of like whiplash because it's like, now we're here. Now we're here. Now this is happening. And it's like, yeah, it's, Jesus. it's a lot. Yeah. Um, so now we're cutting to, I guess, Nezumi is in this meeting yeah or something i would say it's kind of a meeting yeah it's like a behind the streets alley kind of meeting yeah where they do deals like drug deals or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so we see actually sanai the girl that sold the bike to chiharu is like oh yeah i have all this information here and like here's the money with it um and we can see that that's probably the money that she got from from Chiharu from selling the bike. Mm-hmm. But I guess uh, what they're asking for is information about Majijo, about Rapapa, like something that they could use and that they're actually paying Nezumi for her services. Yeah. Um, and here, like, Nezumi's, like, basically telling them, like, a plan, mm-hmm. right? Or rather, she's giving them information that they seem to already know because it's like, oh, yeah, like... Everyone who's tried to be where Peppa has failed. And everyone who has powers at the top and in control of the school. And it's just basically like, they get mad. Because they're like, we know that shit. Like, we didn't just pay you to like reiterate this. Mm-hmm. She's surrounded by like girls. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, and they could they, literally they, kick her like, ass. They threaten her like, if you don't give us good information, we'll kick your ass. Yeah. But Nezume's like, but now's the perfect like opportunity to attack um, because if someone can repeat, can sorry, not repeat, defeat Rapapa, then the order of things will change. Mm-hmm. But we actually, someone interrupts, you know, Nezumi, uh, as she's trying to lay out her plans, and we probably get one of the best. <laughs> would you call Would you call her a villain character? I don't know if I'd call her necessarily a villain, but... Uh, kind definitely... of? I, I I don't know. I feel like she's more of a comedic character than anything. Yeah, well... But she's supposed best, to be like, a villain. One of the best, like, characters mm-hmm. in this season. Uh, one of our good friends really loves this character. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, she's had her icon be this character... On Tumblr, be this character for as long as I think the both of us have known her. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But the person that comes in, like, she has dreads on. She's wearing this big old jacket, all these chains. And, like, she sits down and we get this title card that says, Yabakune Girls High School. And I want to note that it doesn't say what year she's from. No, it just says boss. 
<laughs> that's it. And Boss comes in with, like, her bodyguard, I think? <laughs> yeah, she does kind of have a bodyguard. Yeah, so she's plucking her eyebrows <laughs> as, she's as like, Nezumi tries to, like, make her point. Uh, which is, without, you know, Rapapa, like, Majijo will fall. Mm-hmm. And the boss is like, but the next person who, like, takes over, you know, will just be in control. And it just starts the cycle all over again. Um, but Nezumi's like, well, there's someone who doesn't want that, you know. And they're like, the Yubakune girls are, like, really kind of in disbelief of that. They're just like, who wouldn't be interested in controlling the school, mm-hmm. you know. But Nezumi's just like, I have people, like, don't worry. <laughs> it's like, I got this. <laughs> because they're lone wolves, the people that I that I know who who could take, who could defeat Rapapa. Mm-hmm. And we get this pan of, like, the boss's face. The oh boss's my god, face, it's I... so good. Because, <sighs> like, she's it's leaning just... back in her chair, but they're just the where they position the camera... When she leans forward, mm-hmm. it's so, like, in her face. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but yeah, so Nezumi's just guaranteeing them that, like, yeah, like, these two people that I have chosen, you know, they don't care about the top. Um, but then she's like, two minus two, you know, equals one. And we see her, like, jumping on the, like, Rapapa's stairs and, like, doing a little dance or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised that, like, the freshman didn't come out and be like, who's who's down there? <laughs> I, I think it, I don't, it might just be the lighting, but I think it's after school. Because it's really oh, dark. Oh, yeah, that might be possible. So it's possibly, yeah. it's possible that it's after school. But that would be funny if while she was doing it, the freshman came down and be like, hey, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, get off our lawn. <laughs> but yeah, so we learned that Nezumi just wants to take the top for herself. Uh, which, surprise, surprise. And we cut to Chokoku, like, meditating mm-hmm. and saying that she's looking forward to her fight with Yuko. And she takes a, a a poetry card and sticks it in her, like... Wedding what band. What is it? Like, her Victoria's it's a- Secret <laughs> wedding band? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like we, ha- we forgot to mention that before. But, yeah, she keeps all of the poem oh, yeah, cards yeah, yeah. in this wedding band that's on her thigh. And she has, like, cut mm-hmm. her skirt up the side specifically, so she just has to, like, move it a little bit so she could grab it. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. This child. Oh, my God. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is oh, the man. one member of the 100 Poems by 100 Poets Club. She has to be already extra to even just make that club. <laughs> That's true. I mean, Black is the unofficial second member, but yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so we cut to um, Dharma's waiting for Atsuko outside the hospital. And she tries to play it off as like, oh, I wasn't like waiting for you or anything. I was looking for my bike. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But she is really concerned. Maida actually takes like an initiative to ask if like to speak to like Dharma while they're walking um, and ask if she actually found her bike, which is like rare for Maida to do to care to like mm. you know give a single fuck and Dar- dharma's like super like shocked for a second yeah she sits there like dumbfounded <laughs> like what you're talking to me yeah <laughs> you're asking you care 
yeah. And then she just starts talking her ear off about like her sticker and hope, like her her bike sticker, and hoping someone will return it. Um, because like the Majiska sticker is on there, and that's like an identifier. Mm-hmm. But they're they're walking home, and of course, because everyone has like a Mida radar, <laughs> they got that Mida uh, GPS. That Maida GPS, <laughs> they run into Chokoku, who's, like, telling Maida to fight her. And Dharma then, like, takes out the poster and accuses her of, like, calling Maida a murder. <laughs> and Chokoku's so Chokoku's funny, because like, she's like, my writing's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, that's what you're concerned about? <laughs> and, like, Dharma's like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then Atsuko uh, um, is trying to walk away while this exchange between mm-hmm. Dharma and Cho- Chokoku is happening. But Chokoku is like, hey, I heard you killed somebody and might have stopped. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and then she's like, is that serious? Like in a question? And it's uh-huh. just like, oh my god. And then she's just like, now she's like interrogating her. She's like, Oh, yeah. so do you react to the word serious? Why? Or did you react yeah. because I said you killed somebody? Maida doesn't turn around, <laughs> but she's still standing there and she's listening. Chokoku's just like, either way, it doesn't matter. I'm seriously asking you to battle. <laughs> and then she like makes like a poem out of it. Like seriously answering someone who's serious. That's serious, it's, isn't it? It's, like wordplay? It, yes. <laughs> it's oh, also God. the worst. Because <laughs> it's like... She says that word three times in a sentence, but yeah. also it's like a tongue like, twister. Why? I hate it. I'm like we get it, we get it. I, we get it. You want Maida to fight you. We get it. Okay, so Maida turns around, and is done with everything in life. Uh, and is very very tired. Uh, she's pissed. I'll be. Uh, obviously. Um, and we get to this fight, and this fight disappoints me in so many ways. Yes, I... Um... (sighs) There's so many things they could have done better with this fight. Because it starts out so fucking good. Because they're like... Mm -hmm. I guess... uh, Rewatching this actually has made me notice just how generally aggressive Atsuko is with her attacks. I guess i just didn't notice that before it's great but her and chokoku they are like even on like aggressiveness um and it's good back and forth and like um they get to a spot where they both stop and chokoku who has her hand like kind of in front of her mouth moves Mm -hmm. her hand to show that her lips busted oh (laughs) yeah a little bit of blood and then it cuts to Maida who has a cut on the side of her face and it's yeah. like ooh this is good it's like they're evenly matched and yeah that's what I was gonna say they're like both equal in kind of like they have, they're on an equal level and that's really nice to see because so far there hasn't been that for Maida necessarily no not really if that makes sense Um, I, the closest would be Gakaran in my opinion, because that was like an even back and forth for the most part until Yes, that's true. Um, but then Maida did that bullshit move. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I necessarily count that fight, but 
it I wish that this fight had been longer that this fight had more emphasis uh, that it meant something I guess because it just feels like it doesn't mean anything with how quickly yeah it ended it it just feels like meaningless and you know mm-hmm. in the span of this whole episode it's just like uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just a big disappointment, basically, mm-hmm. for me. Because I, I, I like, they were kind of, like, hyping up this fight, you know, during the episode. Yeah, during and then the it whole just episode. Like, and then it lasted doesn't... maybe, like, a minute and a half, maybe. Yeah, it's very... <laughs> it's very short and it's not and disappointing. I don't know, like, it's very boring, you know? Like, yeah, like, they're aggressive, and yeah, they get, like, one hit each on each other, but then, like, nothing else happens, and yeah. it's just... Yeah. It's just kind of a letdown and that's kind of why I grade this like episode so low mm-hmm. because I was just like, you know, they're building up to this fight and then it just falters, you know. Yeah, I feel like a part of it and this is probably this is something that's a problem kind of for the rest of the series at this point is that there's too mm-hmm. much going on. Right, I was going to mention that probably like more at the end of the okay. episode, but we could, we I, let's just talk about it now. No, let's just talk about it now. That's, yeah, that's the problem with this episode, and I think we've already mentioned this before. We did. Is that, yeah, that it's, there's so much happening that the pieces that could shine in this app don't because mm-hmm. we're being pulled in so many directions by the plot mm-hmm. that it's not giving fights for example this fight could have been pretty great oh yeah in this episode and then it wasn't because it was cut so short Mm -hmm. and that's yeah like you said it's a problem for the rest of the season and it's it seems to be a thing about Akipi the producer's writing Uh, is uh that he loves to jam these seasons with so much stuff and then like nothing ever comes of it or it ends up being a giant mess exactly because everything is all over the place no one tells him no (laughs) you can't put that in pretty much or we could put this at another spot they just let him kind of go with whatever and it it's a big detriment in my opinion to actually the whole series yeah it is because like Mm -hmm. i mean well we love maji obviously we're making this podcast uh, <laughs> right. They, I feel like it could have definitely been a lot better if maybe there were more people a part of the writing team and then like someone to step up and be like, hey, maybe we could do this differently. And Occupy went with it because I don't know. I mean, if like maybe there was, it... and he kind of was like, no, I kind of like this idea a little bit better. And then they just, well, I mean, like, like, okay, whatever. I... I don't, I don't really know. know what the writing process is. I just know he has, like, final say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the problem. But, yeah, like, I I think for this particular season, it's not as bad, right? Oh, definitely. But then you get certain episodes like, like this one where you kind of notice it, right? Mm-hmm. That everything is kind of all shoved into one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's... I don't know. It's just sad that this, this ep, which features... One of my favorite actresses, Akimoto Sayaka, it just, you know, she doesn't, her character doesn't get she got to jipped. shine so much. Yeah, she did. It's so um, not fair. I mean, unfortunately, it seems very accurate because that's how they kind of treated her for the most part. Yeah, that's Especially true. towards the end of her idol career. Um, mm-hmm. Which is really sad to say because she's fantastic 
and I also love her, yeah. but I just wish we got more of Chokoku. She does appear, in, spoiler, in the second season, mm-hmm. but again, it's she doesn't get enough limelight even no. then. I feel so. Is she in one? Yeah, episode so it or two ends, episodes. And... She's like in one, I think. Ugh, of course. Um. Anyway, back to this fight. So Maida ends it by like basically throwing Chokoku down, like over her shoulder, kind of like in a suplex. Yeah, she she flips her over, which I'm like. Yeah, she flips her over. I get because the way she does it, because she does it with like just Chokoku's one arm. I get, because it's like, yeah, yeah, she could have dislocated your shoulder completely. And with how strong Maida Mm -hmm. is, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. Um, Yeah, it's possible. So, like, Um, I get it, but I hate it. (laughs) Uh, Maida, like, you know, does that same thing that she did with Gakuran, where she's, like, almost gonna punch them, but just is, like, close to, like, Chokoku's face, her fist, I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. And doesn't punch her, but is kind of, like, intimidating Chokoku. And um, and I just realized this episode that I just pulled up doesn't have subtitles. Oh, no! <laughs> Hold on. Uh. Wrong app. <laughs> I was like, what, what are they? Where's the words? <laughs> I see them talking. Where's the words? <laughs> oh, it's because the usual episode that I looked up. Mm-hmm. It got taken down. Oh, no! <laughs> All right. YouTube it is then. Okay. <laughs> Gotta use that small, tiny video. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, well, at least I could continue it while you're looking. Um, yeah. And as Maida's standing there with her fist towards Chokoku's face, Chokoku starts laughing, and she's just like, mm-hmm. oh, you're strong, you're serious. And then she says, you're my second loss, <laughs> as she then collapses to the ground. Like, she just lets her arms uh, kind of give out. It's funny because Maida's like, I don't care. Yes. She just <laughs> straight just up like, like, I don't I give care. a fuck. <laughs> uh, actually, I think she says, I don't care because Chokoku goes, you'll meet her eventually. And then she's like, I right. don't care. <laughs> Winning and losing, it's stupid. Yeah. And Chokoku's just like, then why are you here? Not out loud, but she gives her a look like, all right. Yeah, lady. she does give her a look of like, <laughs> then why are you doing all this? Mm-hmm. But really, it's like Chokoku, you know, doesn't know that Maida hasn't been seeking out these fights intentionally. So, but the thing is, like, she's also like vague about it because I don't think that Maida would know who she's referring to. No. She just says her. She absolutely doesn't because. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just she like, wasn't, you're being yeah. vague again. Yeah, she wasn't even in the room. Or, if she was, she probably wasn't paying attention when Daruma got the whole spiel about Chokoku losing yeah. Yuko. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. She wasn't in the room, yeah. yeah. She was at home. Actually, I don't think <laughs> she was ever like in the room when they ever talked about Yuko. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so I guess That's it's from like... what I remember. It could technically be an intentional thing. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? So, you know, Maida gets up, or she, rather, she leaves Chokoku on the floor and goes to get her stuff. Dharma chases after her and takes the crumpled uh, poster of that says, like, Maida's a murderer. And it's like, yeah, I don't care about this. I don't care what they say. I don't care about your past. You know, I'm your friend and I'm here for you and I support you. And she's so good. Oh, I 
love she's so her. Good. I love her so much. What a much. good person. She, my heart. She's such a yeah, good person. And then she character. crumples a note and throws it. Mm-hmm. Throws it down. And it's, I don't know, it's such a a lovely scene. Despite the the na- the uh, that ugly ass fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she says like something like, it would be nice if, you know, you're, you could just forget your past like that. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be nice if that was a thing? And Maida just kind of looks at her but doesn't say anything. Dharma just goes up to her and then takes out a chicken wing of <laughs> She's victory. She's like, oh yeah, the chicken wing of victory pulls it out. And then they're staring at each other. Maida kind of goes back and forth between staring at Dharma and the chicken wing. Yeah. And I think Dharma... <laughs> actually catches on that no she doesn't want it so she's like oh never mind that and then she puts it back in her shirt yeah the, like Asuka actually kind of like raises her eyes at that <laughs> she's like uh okay yeah <laughs> but Dharma takes out like a handkerchief and starts like it, trying to so clean up the blood on like her on Mida's cut yeah. yeah it's cute because her handkerchief has little Dharma's on it <laughs> yeah it's adorable it. it's so cute um, but Dar- it's actually kind of a ploy by Dharma because she's like, hey, why don't you come help me look for my bike? And Asuka's like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Chokoku just watches them bicker and go on their way. She takes out the little haiku poem thing from like her Victoria's Secret <laughs> compartment <laughs> and like says the poem to herself, I guess. <laughs> And just chucks it on the floor. I'm like, you could have used that for someone else. There are other people in the school. That's true. <laughs> literally, she, because she starts walking away, she literally walks past someone she could have just fought. Because Nezumi's standing there around the corner. Right. I mean, um, sure, it might not mean as much as winning against Maida, but like... If you're going for numbers. <laughs> if it's just a numbers thing. <laughs> if it's just a number thing, Nezumi's right there. No, well, I mean, Chokoku already explained that it wasn't just numbers that yeah. it had to mean something. Yeah, so that's I the know. only reason why. But yeah, Nezumi's there being a creeper. As she does. Um, and she steps on the haiku poem thing that, like, Chokoku just threw. Mm-hmm. And has this, like, smirking evil. face. Evil face. That's what evil it is. Evil smirk It's an face. evil face. This child is evil. Yeah. I mean, she chuck she... She spits her gum out and then does the evil smirk mm-hmm. um, before walking away. And the scene, like, cuts to uh, that same Yabakune girl trying to uh, swindle some money out of this poor old man who wants a massage from... Well, I wouldn't call him poor old man because he's nasty and wants a massage from, like, a young yeah. girl. The men, except <laughs> Atsuko's dad, and I would say half the teacher, because I, a part of me is like... When he would try to, when he opened his mouth to eat the meat from a Wota, part of me is like, uh. but for the most part, I, yeah, I'm like, okay, weird. you're fine. I love Atsuko's dad. He's the best man in this entire show. The rest of them are weird. Awful people. <laughs> rest of them are trash fire. Exactly. Uh, so she takes the, the man's money and is about to ride off when the nurse comes out and, like, takes the money out of her hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, is saying, like, hey, like, you definitely, like, are just playing people for their cash. And, you know, calling her out, basically. 
and is like, I'm just going to take this bike because I know it's not yours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, she starts to go right away, and then he's like, wait, that bike's stolen, right? And then she doesn't even, like, yeah. try to fight it or anything. She's just like, Ugh, fine, and then just leaves. Yeah, I don't really know <laughs> what that was about. Also, I would like to note, because a lot of them weren't on the bike when Dodderma had them, I think she's been getting tickets on that bike. Yeah, she has been getting tickets. <laughs> on that bike so many tickets <laughs> yeah the whole front's like covered uh, when, with them oh my god when she finds it it's gonna be bad oh yeah <laughs> oh man anyway so he takes the bike um and we cut back to the music room and shibuya is still pressing the matter um with sato about handling maida mm-hmm. or really just about you know the whole situation in general and kind of pushing her buttons. And I will actually retract uh, my statement in our earlier podcast about Maida's bitch slap because this next bitch slap oh, you're right. is a pretty good it's, one. I say they're tied. I say it's pretty fucking great. I, honest to God, when I first started watching the show like four uh-huh. years ago, I just sat for a good five minutes and just had the slap on repeat. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought it was hilarious. So I just kind of just kept watching it. <laughs> Is this a kink thing? No. Or... <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> anyway, um, to save Elle from further teasing and embarrassment, Sato bitch slaps Shibuya and she's like, looks like you won't shut up unless I kill you. And I'm just like, wow, that line is so good. It is. Um, I'm, and like the first time I watched it, I was like, wow, are, are they supposed to be friends? But now I'm like, they're Yankees. This is probably normal <laughs> for them. Right. <laughs> and it seems like, you know, the argument or rather their fight is going to escalate. Um, but then the door to the music room like bursts open. And they all turn to look, and standing there is Yuko. And they're all just like, whoa. Yeah, everyone's like, oh <laughs> and, shit. And they all, like, stand up yeah. and, like, straighten up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Yuko's, like, uh, like super casual about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's just like, yahoo, I'm here. Like, you know. Like, um, she wasn't like in the hospital she hasn't for, been mo- gone. <laughs> for, like, yeah. a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She sits in her chair. Like, she chucks whatever note was on there. Mm-hmm. And she sits in the chair. She tells them, oh, the stairways are, like, dirty. Um, and they need to be cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Which is probably just a code for we got shit to do. Mm-hmm. But all of them, you know, Shibuya stands back in line with the rest of the queens. I'm, I'm laughing uh, be- uh, because that means Yuko just walked past her with her being on the floor. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> She just didn't give a shit. Just walked right past her. No, she did not. She's she's probably like, oh, same old, same old. Like nothing has changed. Yeah, probably. Probably happens like every other week. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah. So yeah. So Shibuya gets back in line, and the camera kind of zooms in to her, and then zooms back to Yuko. Uh, Clearly, like Shibuya is like scheming something. Mm-hmm. There's very uh, ominous music playing when they start doing yes. zoom-ins. It's very, it's a nice touch. It's like, yeah. oh, shit's uh, But it, it, it zooms to, to Yuko with like a really determined face. And that's really where the episode ends as we're given behind the scenes looks um, for this ep. 
and then a you know the usual preview Mm -hmm. and we meet some new faces here uh in this preview one of my favorite characters (laughs) we'll she's not like a major character but we'll see her next time and she's great Mm -hmm. she's great yeah um but you know we we get a glimpse of more drama Mm -hmm. Uh, we actually get a glimpse of Yuko and Maida talking on the roof of the hospital Mm -hmm. yeah and I won't say much more yeah (laughs) we'll get to that next episode (laughs) there's hints of angst and I very ready to cry lots of angst yeah (laughs) already (laughs) well this this season's my favorite you know that's why I'm going to cry Mm. it has more of an effect on me then I would okay. say like four, four. I almost said five, but five is a different beast. We'll get to it. Yeah, five is five. It's in its own category. So let's let's rate these these fights. Go ahead, L. You first. Okay, it is recording. For a second, I was like, oh god, my thing's not recording. It is. We're good. Oh, <laughs> it's just on the timeline. It zoomed out so far that it doesn't really show it moving. Because it was the whole mm. thing. So I was like, no! But we're good. Okay. Okay. I wrote it down somewhere in my notes. Hold on. Okay. So my rating for the fight in particular is a disappointment out of 100 poems by 100 poets. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> <laughs> because... It's so disappointing. It could have been so much better given if it had more time and actually mm-hmm. was held to more importance in the arc of the episode. Because it starts out good and then it just falls flat on its back like Chokoku did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Daruma-san. <laughs> you fell down again. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd I'd rate it half a haiku. Half a haiku. Out of a hundred haikus. <laughs> um, even though they're not they're really not haikus. they're not haikus. Uh, they're not. <laughs> um, yeah, like like you said, I it had a lot of potential to uh, be a really good fight, and this fight between Maida and Chokoku was just not up to par. Mm-hmm. Really, it like there was a lot of elements in the episode that could have been taken out, oh, yeah. and then we could have had more space for that fight mm-hmm. to shine. Uh, because as it is, it just feels like something that they rushed through, and and it just didn't amount to much. Yeah, in the end, like I I know we mentioned this earlier, but like we could have either focused on like Dharma's bike gets stolen, and then have that be more of a central plot point and maybe Mm -hmm. through that you know we could have seen some development in Maida and Daruma's relationship and also maybe come into contact with some of the Yabakune people because yeah you know we saw them in episode three and then we saw them again in this episode but they had didn't have any interaction with Maida at all so it's like you could have gone that route where they did and had more development between Maida and Daruma. Um, or mm-hmm. you could have taken them out completely and focused more on the Chokoku Nezumi part. Right. Um, which that but could it, it also... It didn't have to be both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think they'd kind of justify it by saying, oh, like Nezumi's thing is relevant because 
uh, Nezumi's thing is relevant to the Yabakuned thing because she's the mole or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but it, it, it still takes away too much from the other elements of the show that could have shined through yeah. this episode. And, like, because the thing with Nezumi and Yabakune is that the part with Daruma's bike is just really to show us how the Yabakune girl got the money to pay Nezumi. We didn't need to see that. Yeah, that's... That's... It's such a... One, it's such a stretch. Exactly. And two, it's just... uh, Yeah, it's not needed, really. It's unnecessary. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Dharma's, like... It's cute that we had, like, that little inside of her getting a bike and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it really didn't add anything to the story. No. Um, and it could have easily been taken out. And like, uh, and we could have focused more on other stuff. I feel like they forget about it in later episodes. Like they forget she they, even has they a do. Bike. They do. So it's literally only for that episode. Exactly. So or for for this episode. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's really irrelevant. Yeah, it's it root uh, that and I mean there are other like bits and pieces of things the way things were done. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, even with just Chokoku and Nezumi, there's things we could have taken out and just improved the quality of the episode. Right. By a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's that's why I say this episode is one of my least favorites mm, this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did highlight, you know, we, we do talk about the parts we really like. Yeah. Um, But that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, doesn't detract from the fact that I still don't think it's a very good ep mm-hmm. uh, in comparison to a lot of the others mm-hmm. uh, in this season. Yeah, I think... Uh, it's definitely one of the weakest ones. Yeah, I think... I might be biased um, because next episode in the preview, uh, we start to get more of Shibuya, so we're starting to move into Rapapa territory. So I'm biased. Mm-hmm. Of course I am. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think from here, the episode's have that kind of problem too they do i'm not gonna lie but i think they generally are even just much better than this one we saw i would say this one is probably the worst of the season yeah i i could agree with that okay so any uh and for like maji counter stuff okay so if i counted correctly um mm-hmm. our magic count for this episode is seven so i think oh seven uh-huh. Something less than last time. <laughs> or more than last time, less than the time before. The number oh, goes past five yeah, once we th- get characters that make fun of Maida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so it, it it's definitely more than last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gakuran still wins out because Gakuran. Um, uh-huh. He's just Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. You gotta be dramatic to be a Yankee. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's it for this ep. Um, Want to plug your Twitter, L? Sure. I've been slowly in the process of re-uploading all of my old Maji art to my Twitter, which you can find at AlmightyUna at Twitter.com. Um, also, if you have been listening and you like what you're you're hearing. Uh, you can keep up with updates a little bit better by following our podcast's Twitter at uh, Majideo Podcast at twitter.com because we always post whenever yep. a new episode goes up. So mm-hmm. if you like what you're hearing, we sure you do. Can follow us there. Um, anything that you want to promote, Raiden? Uh, yeah. So my my Twitter is Majideo, 
M-A-J-I-D-A-Y-O-O at twitter.com. And I'm also on Tumblr, uh, Suspicious Warrior Honmayan uh, on Tumblr. And I recently actually made a Maji 5 MV because it's going to be the 14th anniversary actually coming up for AKB oh, in a couple shoot, of days right. uh, from this recording. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I just got in the zone and I made one. Yeah, she made it uh, in like a day and a half. Yeah, it's kind of wild. wild. <laughs> I never get things done that fast. <laughs> um, so it'll I'll post a link on my Twitter. It's good. Go uh, watch you it. You guys can watch that. Go watch it. You can watch it over there. Um, yeah, and that's really all for me. Um, thank you guys for listening. And as always, have a muddy day. <laughs> <laughs>